tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Let that buzz begin, Phil's V-Tech. That is right. That's the, that's the ticket there. Season 6, episode 26 already of Shark Tank here on AfterBuzz TV. I am Cameron Lewis at the only camshaft on Twitter and the Instagram machines. That's Phil's VTech in the booth with me. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Steph C is over at Stagecoach, but she will be back in time for Behind the Tank. I'm excited about week. that. It's important that we have Steph Z in here for that one. I, You know... I there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of hype for this one the uh, behind the tank show. I'm excited Absolutely. for that program. Join us on uh, Twitter hashtag ABTV Shark Tank. Subscribe iTunes SoundCloud anywhere you can find a podcast here at AfterBuzz TV. Let's hop right into tonight's show, uh, Phil, with Zine Pack. This was I thought this was great. This was wonderful. Um, you know, I really like the idea. I think there's a lot of potential for it. They've already got some major, major people involved. Yeah. Um, and I feel like you need to make a bigger partnership with, like, Live Nation, Ticketmaster, whatever the case may be, or go directly to an agency like WME, CAA, whatever the case may be, wherever the most musical artists are, and grab them. Yeah, this is a great idea, I think. Um, we'll have to ask Steph, Ze- Steph Z next week about uh, the tickets for, for Stagecoach and things like that. But I'm pretty sure they come in some kind of package like this, yeah? Not like this. I mean, this is this was really personalized. Uh, you know, the, the, they were talking about, uh, shoot, what was the band that they did? Uh, I, I wrote it. There's a bunch of them. There's a country band. Uh Florida Georgia Line, I think, is I could be very wrong about that though. So don't quote yeah, me. Yeah, on it. I mean, but the, the point being, they they did it on a mass scale and they were very personalized. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's similar to for me what I can equate it to the WWE for their pay per views. Um, yeah, the floor seats are are special chairs and you can walk out with that special chair. So what? Yeah, you get to do that. That's crazy. I know, and so this this just feels very personalized and. And I, I absolutely love this. I, and you know they're they're making some good profit. You know they. I think a lot of the sharks were kind of uh, circling because they thought it was a good idea, so they wanted to get a little bit more maybe. Um, but they said, hey, no, no, no. The the three million we've made is year to date. We're projected to make four, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, and, and just to remind everybody, Zine Pack is the uh, additional content for physical media, essentially. Uh, in case you forgot exactly what that is. And I really like this too. Like you were saying, I, I like the idea of instead of letting, uh, like CDs and that kind of media die, they're making it new again by kind of breathing this new life into it with the extra stuff. Instead of saying, hey, CDs are the thing of the past, they're saying, hey, CDs are still pretty cool to have something physical. And they're making it better instead of saying, hey, uh, you know, we're just going to let it die. 
which I like because I like a good CD still or a vinyl or anything. Uh, and I think it's interesting for a business model that they are able to uh, add content for artists in between albums as well. I think that's super valuable because that's huge. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, that, it could be any number of things really. Um, and I love, I love this type of story. And this happens a lot in the tank where these. Uh, these women, they kind of ran into each other. They were frustrated at their job. And uh, the one woman thought of this idea in college, which is great. I mean, it's it's a really good idea. I think it's a really good idea. 725000 for 10% is what they were seeking in uh, the tank there. Um, interesting that they have a pretty exclusive deal with Walmart, I thought. Which, by the way, I mean, Walmart's starting to do some major, major things. They're going to put out their own movies and things like that. Their what? Yeah. Movies. Uh, what? Rollback movies? When you have that amount of foot track traffic, when you have that, like... Right. It's it's the the wave of the future. Like, you know, soon, I I wouldn't be shocked to see Target doing the same thing. Like, you you are a major, major... the number one thing when you make a movie is distribution and things like that, or yeah. music is it's to get it out there. Well, if you're Walmart, you get that. You can That's be true. your own di- distribution. Why not? Man, I mean, what a world we live in now. I love it. Uh, let's see here. There, I just it's such a cool idea because it makes the tangible thing more tangible. It makes the souvenirs more souvenir-like. Uh, I, I just like the fact that just buying a ticket alone to something uh, is is a souvenir enough. You know what I mean? Instead of having to go to the thing, to like Stagecoach or to one of these concerts that they did with... I think they said they worked with ACDC at one point. Um, I like that that ticket becomes the actual souvenir. And they said that for one of the shows, they did unique tickets for every single person. Yeah, that's insane. Which is, that's ridiculous. But it's awesome because it makes the experience more special. Um, projected $8 million next year. They've had $30 million in the last three and a half years, which is not hard to believe given the deal with Walmart, I think. Um, Kevin offered 725 35%. Damon offered 725 at 30 Lori and Robert, 725 at 20 Everybody else dropped down a few times. They counted it 14%. Uh, and I, I kind of, I mean, I think that that was a comfortable thing to do. They have a good thing going, obviously. So, uh, Lori and Rob agreed, 17%. Yeah, I thought I thought that was fair. Um, yeah. You know, it wasn't too greedy, but it, it also allowed, it showed the sharks that they, they were willing to do some wiggle room. And they got two sharks. Yeah. So, yeah, that count for that. Um, and I think... I, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, they could be to me one of the most successful people, if not the successful people, to walk into that tank to make thirty million dollars. And I understand it's over the course of thir- three and a half years. No, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, even even the successful sh- uh, people that go to the Shark Tank, you know, in the updates, we made two million dollars in that year. You know, like that's yeah. that's quite. Yeah, and big. you know, the other thing that I thought they did especially well is you have a lot of people who come in uh with strong sales and they ask the question why do you need the money yeah. uh and they actually had a valid reason they said we need the money kind of but really we need the sharks because we want to expand to other spaces because right now they're mostly in the music space and they want to branch out to doing 
more content that is not directly tied to, to albums and things like that. I think that was a valid reason and a perfect, I think that the Sharks accepted that pretty well. Um, and, uh, I don't know. They just seem to have it really well thought out. I mean, they did it. There's no, yeah. a lot of times, and, you know, we'll kind of even talk about it today. The, the, there's the proof of concepts. There's yeah. the ones that are sort of on the cusp of possibly making it. Like, these guys have made it. Yeah. And, and um, for them, I mean, they, they, they've latched on to something that they're, they're the tip of the iceberg, but the tip of the iceberg is 30 million. Right. This, could be literally a billion dollar business right that's the thing you have to remember I, I had to remind myself watching this this was this is only on a walmart deal this is the only people they've been dealing with up until this point so making 30 million dollars in the last three and a half years in a walmart that's freaking awesome congrats zine pack i think it was well deserved phil absolutely uh so yeah they got to deal with laurie and rob 17 percent. i think that was uh Good couple sharks to go with. Uh, I think they probably were wanting <clears throat> some kind of deal with Mark uh, for the sporting events and stuff. But I think they'll yeah, because they I looked right to him immediately, and you know, cause you think the Mavericks and things like that. Yeah, and and plus the theater chains that he has right. and whatever else, and he's like, I'm not interested. Yeah, that's not what you said, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. All right, anything else on uh, Zine Pack there, Phil? I, I think ultimately they got a great. I, I know they were going probably for Mark and things like that, but I really do believe that they ended up with two amazing sharks yeah. that are going to really fight for them and have a lot to offer them. And together they can really grow this business. Yeah, and you know this is one of those deals too, where you have to remember what you're dealing with on a regular basis, which is media, music, fun things. So you want to kind of have people that are going to be fun to work with too. Um, and I think Lauren Rob. Would be fun to work, but I don't. But the the teasers for Beyond the Tank. Rob looks like he's dishing out the truth, man. Yeah, Might but it's look also out for him. it also. De- I mean, you know, you have to just. They're going to be very demanding. Sure, and, but and and with them in particular, they seem like two women that can handle it. Yeah, or some other people like yeah, they they can do well, but can they really rise now to the challenge? Right. I mean, you know, you have people that okay they. I can imagine, let's say, some of them we've seen made half a million dollars. Yeah. Right? Now, it takes a lot more effort and resolve and whatever else you want to kind of categorize under to go from that to a million to two to three, five, ten, twenty, thirty, you know? Right. And so, you know, some people don't have it to go beyond that, which yeah. is fine. You know, again, there's, there's as we've talked about, there's people in the Shark Tank that, you know what? This is more of a thing, and you do it and make thirty to you know some people make a hundred grand off of it, but beyond that, no. Yeah, but for you, it's a comfortable living. That. It's a business. Yeah, so. uh, yeah, I agree with you, man. Let's move on to snag a stool. Um, I just know dumbest that this thing is I've ever be, seen. This is going to be one you let loose on. Dumbest uh, pizza at it. At, I mean, heard of literally. Okay, first off, may I recommend Open Table? Yes, please. Like you've heard of this? Yeah. Okay, great. See, I don't even need to advertise this because Open Table is very similar to this, except it's not just a stupid stool. It's a whole reservation thing and blah blah. It exists first and and foremost. It makes sense because that's tables. It's uh, it's so much different than sitting at the bar. If you're going to these, okay, let's remind everybody, this is an app 
where you reserve a bar stool at a bar, and that's it. And the problem, and I'm, I really love what Robert kind of came out of the gate with strong, was the fact of, okay, if it's busy, you know, then basically you're taking away two seats possibly for X amount of time. Right. First and foremost. When it's not busy, I don't have to worry about it. Um, right. And, you know, through this app, am I going to, you know, am I going to go specifically to this app? Is it like Grubhub or any of those other places where I, or Yelp, where I discover a restaurant and I'm like, ooh, I want to go there. Let me make sure my bar stools are ready because of the happy, happy hour. No, I don't. No. I don't think so. And especially, you only got three bars at the moment. Obviously, can I expand? Yes. But, but there's no need for it. That's the thing is there's no need for it. As Robert said, you're selling what already sells out anyways. There's no benefit to the bar because the bar, they're going to fill the seats. I mean, it, there obviously are bars out there that, you, you know, don't fill the seats. But those aren't the bars you're going to be reserving stools for. The ones you're reserving stools at are the places you go to watch the game with all the people and you want to make sure you get your stool. So there's no reason whatsoever for the bars to get involved, which is kind of backwards to me. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they were they were on the right path. Like, the only way this could work is if you can guarantee the bar, like, hey, normally you make $500 on, a, on, a, on right. this that model stool, worked. Um, but I can guarantee you 1000 instead. Right. Okay, how to do that, I have no idea. It just yeah. seems, now all of a sudden you're becoming a promoter. It just seems like so much work. Yeah. For this. So the ROI between uh, sweat equity and capital is just not something that I want to be in business with. And sometimes you got to just recognize that the, this idea is just not worth it. Does it work? Could it work? Absolutely. It's yeah. just going to take an army to try to do. How big of a D-bag would you look like walking up to somebody at the bar and saying, excuse me, that one's reserved for me? I mean, that would start some fights, right? That's kind of what Lori was saying. <laughs> yeah, and I agree with her. I mean, I can't imagine. I'd be pissed if I went into a bar and it's crowded and it's the game is on and I'm trying to find seats with my friends and there's six bar stools that are taken up in front. That's not how it works. And he was trying to also sell uh, them on the fact that you're selling uh, an experience. And it's not really – I don't really agree with that. Because you're going to get the experience of watching the game there, whether or not you use the app for it. Yeah, here's the thing. It, you know, getting the experience comes down to the bartenders, right? Right. So if through this app, Matt, obviously they, they can know my name and things like that. So as soon as I walk in, they're like, ooh, it's uh, the only camshaft and Phil from AfterBuzz yeah. TV's uh, Shark Tank. Welcome. Uh, what, what's it going to be? And maybe it's one of those things that... We can pre-order our drinks in that way. When we come down there, they're now, ready. Now, that is an element, if added. It sounds like it's going more down the right path, pre-ordering the drinks. But again, I don't know how many people, the kind of people that go to the bar to watch the game, are those the kind of people that would spend an extra X amount of dollars just to reserve a, a seat at the bar? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. It, again, it's, it's kind of... Um, it'd be... Again, this is where you have to get really scientific, and I don't think they're at this level, but having done bar rescue and various things, like, yeah. you look at, uh, so, you know, based off of, let's say we've done this once or twice before, based off our, in our history, you know, you try to take uh, what we like, 
but and then item from let's say the food menu that's you know kind of within the the more lower priced range items yeah. and give it to us for free right right so now we're enticed now we're going to get try to get maybe more appetizers this that when we'll get and but the the whole idea is now you're going to try to upsell us on instead of getting like the cheap drinks get cocktails but there's a whole science to it. Yeah. And but that falls on the bars and beyond. Like, it, right. it's just so many things that have to align to make this really great, and it's just not worth it. Yeah, there's a big risk of people walking in and going, well, crap, there's 12 stools reserved. We're going to the one across the street, you know? Yeah. I don't know, but snag a stool. They did not get a deal. Uh, I'm curious to follow up on this one to see if it picks up at all. They were in three bars in Boston. Yeah. Like, I, f- I feel like he- you got to get more people on board. Yeah. Uh, and I like Mark's point about the, uh, you know, if there's a reserve sign at, like, a club table, then then you're good. But the problem is those tend to have minimums. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, yeah. You know, t- so much so that, uh, you know, at access, a table is worth 30 grand for the night. You know, other tables are obviously not oh. so high, but bottle service, you know, the the least expensive bottle service I've ever seen is 200 bucks. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, oh. That is a world I do not relate to at all. I also don't like that we're creating apps to, to solve all these problems that aren't really problems. It's just kind of like, hey, deal with it. Like, there's the Snagistool the the app that finds you a parking spot the app that lets you know if a table's empty at the restaurant the app that lets you know if I, yeah i just it's like can we just like get over it you know what i mean like can we just not be on the phone all the time i'm gonna make an app that funnels know. all your complaints cameron please do that is the one that people want phil <laughs> the people want it the only cam complaint shaft app I don't know. That's bad. Any any other thoughts on Snagistool there, Phil? That's it. I, I, I think I've ranted enough. All right. Well, let's remind everybody to subscribe on iTunes, rate us, comment. We want to hear from you. Hashtag ABTV Shark Tank is the uh, Twitter hashtag there at AfterBuzzTV. Um, again, let's see here. Uh, we have Buck Mason. I liked this one. I liked Buck Mason because... This is so your style, by the way. Is it? You think so? I mean, I, if I could do a picture, you know, I could do a picture, but I don't have the picture. But uh, picture in picture with you and, and the shirts and them, <laughs> you guys would look similar. Well, the thing I like about it is I kind of agree with these guys. Like, I want to look good, right? I want to look put together. I don't want to look like a slob and unprofessional. But I just, I don't really care about fashion in any way in the sense that I'm not plugged into that world. I don't know what brand I'm wearing patterns don't really mean anything to me so the fact that it's just a nice plain t-shirt with nice plain jeans american made american made phil i can dig it i can dig it uh now that being said there's a price that comes with being american made in the jeans it's 135 dollars t-shirts it's 24 dollars button down shirts is 88 right now at buck mason I uh, I think that's a little high. The jeans I might do. The shirt maybe. T-shirt for twenty four bucks. I don't think I'd do that. Uh, Here's the thing. Most um, I promise you. Uh oh. Here we go. No, it's it's sad to say, but um, you know all those things that you're saying, <laughs> I can get for a third of that price, and and it's gonna look all good. Literally, all those items just 
knock it down a third of the price, and that's it's going to be it from it. another country, isn't it? I mean, I don't know. It's certainly from another company. Yeah, I I don't know. I I do like the the model of it's simple. It's 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 American made. It's for dudes. Um, I like that that you can buy things individually, and they also have outfits and packages you can get. Um, they were coming in the tank looking for two hundred thousand for eight percent. Their sales up to this point three hundred thousand in eight months. That's not bad. No, that's pretty good. Uh, only online. I'm. I it sounds like they want to continue only online, which I think is kind of the right way to go. I don't think they need a store on this one. Maybe down the road. Yeah. Could, could I? Um. I'm gonna give them, but they they have like their own warehouse and things like that, right? Yeah. So. Th- this is where you can kind of make it local and really cool. Uh huh. Um. Do do a warehouse sale every Saturday, right? For because you have no idea the amount of um, pieces you really go through, you know, for lines and things like that. And maybe maybe it's because the the factory that I've seen literally produces so much. Like any Disney stuff that you see is licensed through Jerry Lee, yeah, um, Dickies, Tommy Bahama, and things like that. So he owns so many like uh, or licenses out to so many different places that like. You know, they they are a multi billion dollar company. This company is making three hundred grand. But what they do every Saturday from the pieces that you know they test out and whatever, they sell to the public for like five bucks. That's now, obviously, this you can't really sell for five bucks. But maybe you know now this would be a great time to sell discounted pants for for thirty bucks. That's not a bad idea. And start like a local local thing. And you know, um, and again, it's just a suggestion. It's and not going to save the business. Literally, just open up the doors to the warehouse. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I like that. Um, it but, makes it more visceral. But I think. what I liked, that Damon was, you know, he said like uh, he said this towards the end, but it really resonated. Of like, you know, and there's the difference between designers and you know clothing businessmen. Yeah, you don't really know your worth. Yeah. Ah man, I really liked this one. I like. I, hey, I, I like the design. I don't know why. But the business is not quite there. It's not quite there, uh, and I think that they should have taken a deal that was offered to them. I thought it was a fair deal. Um, they came in two hundred thousand for eight percent. Kevin offered them two hundred thousand at fifty percent. I wouldn't have taken that. No, but uh, you know, Robert, Robert was much more fair. Yeah, two hundred twenty-five hundred thousand dollar line of credit. That's what they uh, were going. To. Come on, that's that's a good deal. That's a good deal. I mean. It's impressive, by the way. I forgot to mention that they started this business on a ten thousand dollar investment. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, so kudos to them for that. But I would have taken the um, the Robert deal, two hundred thousand for twenty five hundred thousand line of credit. They and he was, he was that. genuine. He was sincere. That was the yeah. way to go. And he liked the clothes. And uh, I, I do think that they're going to be successful and have a business. Without these sharks right now, I just think it'll take more time. Absolutely. You know? And they should have, you know, however you needed to entice Damon, they should have been able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, That's they, they should have really gone in going after him. Uh, but I think I'll be a customer, Phil. I think I'll be a customer of the Buck Masons. There you go. I'll... You want to go shopping the... with me on BuckMason.com? Maybe. <laughs> Here's a here's a here's a tip for you guys, right? Um, you must, mostly you probably know this, some of you may maybe not, but just get I get my clothes on the cheap, and the way I make them look expensive, just get them tailored, right? Oh, so let's that's say you take a take a twelve buck, fifteen buck shirt, get it tailored for I don't know what is it, eight bucks, 
Now you got a shirt that looks so well put together, like it cost you two hundred bucks. Phil, all because of that. That was a that was like a that was a major pro tip that you just rained on me. I'm actually I've never thought about that before. That's how you do it. Now, what is the secret? Pitch this in the tank, and I'll buy it. To making my clothes not shrink when I wash them. It, it, I, it just cold water. <laughs> I don't know. I do it every time. I swear. Always three sizes smaller. My clothes don't shrink. I don't know. Is it the dryer? I think it's the, then it must be the dryer. It might you. be the dryer. I don't know. Life tips from Cam and Phil. Life tips from Cam and Phil. Tune in every week here on AfterBuzz TV. Any other thoughts on Buck Mason there? Oh, whoa, what was that? I like that. And we have a stinger. Oh, let's hear it again on AfterBuzz TV. That's right, the scoop's here on Shark Tank After Show. Buck Mason, Phil, any other thoughts there? Nah. All right, fair enough. Let's hey, go on guys. to uh, Noeen, USA. I took a very dramatic sip of my. You, you did, you did. Noeen, USA, high tech insoles for your feet. A hundred thousand for ten percent. They're coming in. I'm very, very confused by this pitch. I understand kind of uh, what this gentleman is pitching, but I don't understand how the company is structured. Can you explain that to me, Phil? Uh, it's through a European brand. <laughs> because right. they sell a lot of insoles. Right. So he has one product line of multitude of product lines, and that's what he's there on behalf of. So, so he is. So, does he own part of that company, Noeen, or is does he own the thing that he's like? He owns the thing. He owns the thing, and so what does Noeen have to do with it? They own his ass. See, that's what I didn't understand. Where's the Noeen guy? Where is he? Why isn't he pitching? So, uh, anyhow, this thing was pretty cool. Uh, the, the demonstration was pretty, was pretty on par, I think. Um, the, the glass bouncing the balls, it just kind of hit flat on the table. That was pretty cool. And I wonder if there's an application for something outside, outside of shoes for this technology. Uh, he talked maybe about eventually. maybe doing grips on bats and stuff, but I'm thinking, like, can you coat your house in this stuff to protect against wind damage and things like that? I don't know. Or bullets for the gangsters. Or bullets. What do you think about this one? I thought this was actually a really good thing. Um, I was nervous for him for a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't... Perhaps he wasn't the best presenter. However, mm-hmm. again, good product, and I think that's what won out in the end. Yeah. I think so too. Um, I think he made a good deal. I think he got the right sharks yeah. uh, because Mark kind of understood it uh, as you know he's in the athletic world, and Damon obviously would have a field day with this thing. Uh, I, I'm. It was really kind of crazy how that thin little dime uh, thinness could prevent all that shock you know it's it's it pretty, i mean pretty that's impressive. that you know he he definitely knew how he to knew present it for a while and he you always want to have a hook right yeah he had a hook line and sinker right from the beginning it was just a matter of how it was going to be how it was going to structure and it almost became the more and more he talked the worse yeah. it became so it was yeah, like yeah. all right who wants to make a deal yeah we good good uh they have what was he saying about the million dollars? He has four partners. They're all in at twenty five percent. They're all willing to invest two hundred and fifty thousand a piece. 
Um, it, that was kind of random, I thought. Yeah, I, I mean, we've gotten that in the past. That, yeah. I mean, venture capital is ready to invest, and then, you know, people just, you know, you have various partners that, that are pre-existing or on the table, so that's what he was presenting. How nervous would you be going in the Shark Tank, pitching, accepting, or declining a deal on behalf of so many other people? I would not be able to stand the pressure. That's all I'm saying. It would depend heavily what the partners thought, right? And you yeah. obviously have to have a very um, a very big debate about it. And it's one of those things like, you know, it, either they all agree to a certain set of terms or it's like, hey, you know what? They all agree that you're going to do it. If there's any sort of disagreement in, in tactic, policy, whatever the case may be, then, yeah, it becomes a little more difficult. But if you agree on certain things, then, then it just becomes hard to say okay you know the max that we were going to go is 20 to give up 25 percent equity right. that might be a little bit too much that's not what we agreed to or if if you know if they give him full range to do something yeah um you know then it comes down to them and then if they believe in him then great but if all of a sudden he comes back and he sold 40 percent of the company right may, you know, no they crap might not be so himself. happy yeah uh, yeah, I'm interested to see where this one goes. I'm a fan of it. I like the technology. Uh, I don't. I feel like I don't use insoles as much as I should, but I might try this one uh, because it was. It made the ball not bounce, Phil. How could you not get it? I love insoles. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to get in that market. Do, do you take your insoles to be tailored? No, you can't. Damn. Well, it was worth a shot. Uh, so Mark makes an offer contingent on several different things, contingent on Damon's involvement, contingent on the science is legit, which it seems to be. Um, and uh, the offer is 100000 for 20%. Damon says, I want in for another 100000 for 20%. And they talked that down to 30 and they got themselves a deal. Darn right. That was knowing. Any other thoughts on that guy, Phil? I'm, I'm happy for this guy. Um, yeah, I think know, it was a I good product. He, I think he deserves it. Yeah, I, he a great demonstration. He could probably do... He'd be a good guy at doing infomercials, I feel. And that's... I mean, no disrespect by saying that. Uh, he was good with the things. It was good stuff. You know, that's a compliment. I, th- I think so, right? You you could be the next Billy Mays. That's, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, there you go. Um, I think that's it for all the, the businesses. Shall we do the update? Heck yeah. Let's hit it. Pork Barrel Barbecue uh, from Season 1. That's a throwback. That's a long time ago. Uh, they originally... It's almost like... In this one time, at Bandcamp. <laughs> That's almost exactly It's one of those days like... where Phil's getting happy with the soundboard, and I love it. Do you have one for that? Um, I, I got love some fun it. ones. I'll see. You know, let, let, give me a moment. Okay, I'll give you a cool moment. Stuff. Uh, season one on this one, they uh, did a deal uh, with Barbara. 50,000, 50%. Uh, and they've made $10 million in sales in the past five years. And they made a deal at Sam's Club uh, for $2 million, which is, that's a crazy big deal. You're explaining, like, crazy <laughs> stuff to me. That's what you're doing. I love it so much. I, I really do. Um, <laughs> they're in 5,000 stores, pushing on to 8,000 total, another 3,000 on the way, and they opened a restaurant. These guys are living the dream. This is exactly what they wanted. They have a rub. They have a restaurant. They I'm have it all. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember this one, Phil? Have you bought their stuff? 
Uh, I have not, unfortunately. Uh, I, I do remember them. I haven't bought their stuff, though. It's amazing, though. It's amazing that a company like that can just kind of enter the food world among the others and, and kind of you know make what? it, I think. Here, here's kind of like a sad thing. Uh-oh. Here we... Oh, jeez. No, I don't... You know, I would say I probably never purchased anything from Shark Tank. <laughs> it's not like a diss towards any of the products. No, but like, I just haven't. I don't think... I don't know that I have either. Maybe the Scrub Buddy or whatever that... Scrub Daddy. Think that's scrub what? Scrub Daddy? Remember Daddy Scrubs? Wasn't it Scrub Daddy with the smiley sponge that Lori that Lori invested in? It's made like thirty I, million dollars. I'm pretty sure. Wait, is that horrible bosses use Scrub Daddy? Is that what you're thinking of? No, I think it's horrible scrub bosses Daddy was using in... that. And were them were they making fun of this? Then I'm going to solve this mystery right now. No, because Scrub Daddy was, I promise you, was in Horrible Bosses too. It really was Scrub Daddy Shark Tank. It's on there. Yeah, you remember this one? I sense that's not sincere, although I have no idea why. <laughs> it is sincere. I'm going to go buy a Scrub Daddy tomorrow, just so I can say next week that I own something from Shark Tank. I'm going to make it happen, Phil. All right, fair enough. You should. Hey, I'm not saying, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I, you know, it's more of a fact than a judgment or a yeah, criticism. No, no, I know. It's interesting, though. But I, I, there's a lot of, like, seemingly niche products that I just don't have a need for, like uh, the beard cream and the the baby things <laughs> you know the several baby things you don't you know you know just doesn't appeal to you <laughs> no no the one i might get uh for the next time i fly with somebody else is the one you can attach a chair to the back of a suitcase that's the one i want so i could sit in it okay that's that's it phil that is it for episode 26 uh remind everybody next week may First, Beyond the Tank premieres after Shark Tank. And I am very excited to see that show, uh, as I think we all are. Steph Z is going to be back next week. Uh, like us, tweet us, subscribe to us in iTunes, SoundCloud, AfterBuzzTV.com, at AfterBuzzTV on Twitter, hashtag ABTV Shark Tank. I'm Cameron Lewis, at the only camshaft on Twitter and Instagram, Phil Zvitek. Where can they find you? You can find us here at AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, hashtag ABTV Shark Tank. And, um, you know, I, it's, it's going to be crazy. I think we'll spend five minutes talking about Shark Tank and the oh, rest yeah. just talking about Beyond the Tank. That's what's going to happen. And I'm looking forward to it so much. So until then, we'll see you guys later. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.